Welcome to the official Ronnie Landis Podcast Show, where you learn to upgrade the human experience through natural nutrition, lifestyle design, and consciousness engineering. This is no ordinary health or personal growth podcast, and Ronnie Landis is definitely no ordinary host. Ronnie Landis is an integrative nutritionist, transformation coach, and human behavioral specialist. He brings on some of the world's leading thought leaders to deliver to you the most cutting-edge information and unique perspectives so you can create the life of your dreams. Get ready to receive your upgrade in all you believed was possible, starting now. Welcome to another edition of the official Ronnie Landis podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis, and before we begin today's incredible show, I want to share an upcoming program I am launching in mid-March, which could be exactly what you're looking for to take your life in every way to a completely new level. You see, over the last year, I have received more requests for personal coaching in the areas of creating optimal health experiencing transformational breakthroughs, and reaching one's highest potential in life than ever before. The coaching work I have done over this last year has been exceptionally powerful, and the results my clients have received has truly and profoundly blown me away, to say the least. As I have deepened my work with my one-on-one clients, I realized there was a major limit to the amount of highly dedicated individuals I could serve and support through this work. Because of this, I decided to create a highly specialized group coaching model that would foster an exclusive, highly supportive, and co-creative environment that helps each person reach their ultimate goals in life and highest expression of vibrant health. This is an eight-week experience called the Breakthrough Transformation Program, and it's designed to ensure each participant receives all of the support, information, and practical tools necessary to reach a place in their holistic life they never knew was possible. I will be personally taking a group of 20 people every week through a deep learning curve into the unexplored potential and helping them to accelerate the integrative process of self-mastery. This program will focus on specific areas such as creating invincible health strategies, cutting-edge nutrition strategies, emotional and mental mastery, overriding poverty consciousness with prosperity consciousness, accelerating learning modalities, becoming a truly empowered leader, and building a successful coaching slash service-based business, and trust me when I say so, so much more than that. This program also will include a three-day live event, which is going to be following the online coaching program and an opportunity to join me for a private Hawaii immersion experience. This program officially begins March 15th and will only be open to the first 20 people who register. So in order to discover if this one-of-a-kind coaching opportunity is the correct fit for you and your goals, please shoot me a quick message at Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E, at HolisticHealthMastery.com. Again, that's Ronnie at HolisticHealthMastery.com. I'll respond back to you, um, and then we will carry the conversation on from there. Today's episode is going to take us down an interesting path, and one that is so necessary for all of us to really understand in this day and age, in the world that we live in, and really to dissolve our illusions around the nature of money. And this is a topic that we haven't really dove into entirely or specifically up into this point. And I have the perfect guest to come on to do that. Her name is Ayana Mohika, Mohika, and she is a wealth and self-love coach. And I love her work because she draws the parallel between how much we love ourselves, what we're willing to receive for the value of our life and the time energy 
investment that we place into our services or our products or whatever we are providing the world in exchange for money and actually receiving all that we are worth. Understanding if we love ourselves more and we truly invest in ourselves from a place of love, not shame or guilt or fear, but a place of love, then we can actually open up the floodgates. We can open up the gateways to receiving all the monetary reciprocation that we deserve for what we are showing up in the world as. Such a powerful conversation. So many great nuggets here and very practical nuggets. It's not just about the theory or the conceptual understanding, although that is super important. There's also practical nuggets of wisdom here that each person can take action on and really go deep with themselves to really uncover what are their unconscious programs around money, what are their connotations or interpretations around the idea of wealth, the the idea of entrepreneurship, the idea of romance and intimacy. That's a great one that we really drew on is how our sexual energy is related to our financial energy. And if we're wasting sexual energy and we're just loosely going out there and leaking that energy, then we're going to be leaking our financial reservations as well. And we're not going to be receiving as much as we could because we're not cultivating that creative energy within us. Um... So many great things. Such a fantastic interview. I, I just let's dive into this interview. Let's jump in head first and let's get our wealth consciousness up to date with the times and really activate our potential for receiving all that we are in this world now and forever. Enjoy this conversation with me and Ayana Mojica. Ayana Mojico, priestess of power and wealth, entrepreneur, artist, and humanitarian, helps women master wealth and love. Divinely inspired by Mary Magdalene, Miss Mojica implements a new business template which includes spirit, wealth, luxury, arts, service, and travel. She is a a SoCal-based Renaissance entrepreneur combining spirituality with business practices to break through emotional traumas and usher in a wealth-minded spirit in business. Welcome to the show. Uh, Wanted to be here, Ronnie. (laughs) Mm, Me too. Yeah, it's, it's... It's definitely a long time on this show that we've had this topic in particular come about. I'm, I'm really excited from the moment you and me met and then started talking about the work that you do. Instantly it resonated. Instantly I knew, okay, I need to get this woman onto the show to share your perspectives, your insights, um, and just the work that you do because it's time. It's time that everyone listening to this got this message. So thank you for being here. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. And so um, how I want to open this up, I just started really diving more into the depth of your work on the videos that you have on YouTube, your website, and obviously I was impressed, but um, you have a really unique perspective on a few different things that I picked up right away that I thought were just really interesting, but um, just really struck a chord with me. So it's going to be interesting to go down the rabbit hole with you. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. um, So just to give a little context for people of the work you do uh, in in kind of the origin story, that's how I like to start these things out. Like, where did you come from and what led you to doing the work you do? Specifically, what led you to starting the work with wealth creation in its relationship to love and spirituality? Okay, well, there's, that's the good beginning. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to give you the short version. Uh, my, the reason why I started with the wealth quest is because that was the piece that was missing from everything I was doing. So mm-hmm. what I was doing was lots of work around spirituality, I'm an artist, I'm a dancer, I'm a trained dancer, mm. and educator, and healer. So I had all these things going at a very high 
level of mastery, and yet there was this wealth piece that was missing. And what I mean by that is there was incongruency between this high vibe arts, high vibe spirituality, high vibe healer, and the money. So the most I've ever made in my life is like $80,000 a year. And I did that as an educator and working five part-time jobs. So then I decided to come out and become an entrepreneur. So I'm rocking and rolling and making pretty good money in the beginning, but then 2008 came, crashed, Mm. and everything crashed. And my income started fluctuating. And so there were times when there was a lot and times when there was like, Little, and you probably know what that's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I also found out that a lot of my other colleagues were going through the same thing. Mm. So there are a lot of very spiritual people, many healers, many artists who are also having this fluctuation in money. Mm. And it just didn't make sense, Ronnie, to mm. be so highly evolved. Many of the evolved enlightened beings struggling with money. Right. So I decided this was the piece. This was this was a piece that I had to get, and um, I went through a traumatic experience with the loss of my beloved in mm. 2012. And when he transitioned into the light, my whole world crashed. I had nothing, nothing, and here I was in grief at the same time. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, what are we going to do? Should I die? Should I kill myself? You know, suicidal grief. What should I do? And when I came through it, just a short version, when I came through it, I said, okay, I have to, I have to do something new. I have to do it different. Because to, to, to lose a love, to lose your home, to lose everything, and be broke, mm. Mm. while you're grieving mm. and trying to start your life over again mm. with all these gifts it, it just didn't make sense and I decided to just you know be, begin the recreation and get this wealth piece and then one day I just kept praying and praying I said God show me I don't know what I don't know. Show me what I don't know. I'm willing to change and see things differently. I'm willing to change and do things differently. But this thing has to come in alignment. What's inside of me that's out of alignment with wealth? My beliefs I knew was inside of me. Because just practical parts of money, you know, the money, how money works, the science of money, and there's practical parts of business, you know, how business works and wealth. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't have that education. But I was doing the right, you know, I was budgeting. I was doing all that. But it was still not working. And and I literally shifted into a wealth consciousness. In November 2015, Lily woke up and shifted dramatically into a wealth consciousness. And since that time, I just started proclaiming it, started sharing it, started getting inspired and teaching inspirational messages and devouring images of wealth and luxury and possibilities and saying what's going on, how can we do this, and, 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 and just, just my mind, all my cells, all my DNA exploded into wealth consciousness. Mm. That's the short version. <clears throat> That's the intro. Thank you for sharing that. Um, there's a few things that you said that that, that popped up for me, um, but I think we'll we'll I think we'll kind of bring it back to a number of those things. Um, this this idea around uh, wealth consciousness, though, I think I want to push the button on just a little bit because there, there's a lot of talk on the on the internet in different circles, entrepreneurial circles, about. Wealth consciousness, poverty consciousness, victimhood, in different terms like this, and they they appear to make sense. But a lot of times, when we're in the trenches, we don't really, like you said, we don't know what we don't know, or we get into habitual patterns of being um, that might root us in a form of victimhood um, that we just can't see, like a fish in water, right? It's like it just can't see um, because it's too close to it. So. That's kind of what comes up for me, but I'd like to maybe just go a little bit deeper. Justin, what do you mean 
or even in your own life, what did that look like when you say wealth consciousness? First, I want to free, I want to say something before that. My, the way I show up in the world is as a visionary. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things I experience, uh, what spirit gives me, I'm saying it like way out, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're ahead of your time. Yeah, way out there. Mm -hmm. And it happened with sacred sexuality, back when you can even find it on the internet, (laughs) putting those words together. It happened with... uh, Sacred Union, now everybody's talking about Sacred Union. Uh, I was talking about it about five, ten, five years, seven years before. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying I'm the first one to talk about wealth consciousness because I'm not. However, I'm noticing more and more people talking about it. Yes. I was one of the first persons in the spiritual community even talking about sexuality and spirituality. I mean, the leaders weren't even talking about sexuality. It was was taboo. It was taboo. Okay. Right. So this part about wealth consciousness, I find so many spiritual people who are turned off by money. Yes. Turned off by the, the word wealth when I teach it. Some people got upset with me. They were like, you know, they think I'm greedy. I'm being greedy. <laughs> it would trigger so many people who are so spiritual. Because I even had one person say to me, she hired me as a coach to help her with her business because she wants to be wealthy, mm-hmm. wants to have money. And within 15 minutes, I'm asking her, you know, what are her dreams and what she wants to do, what she wants to have to experience and mm-hmm. what's holding her back. And she's an amazing artist great passion, social entrepreneur, and out of her mouth, she didn't even know she had said it, I despise money. Wow. She didn't even realize. She it didn't just, even know. It was like a Freudian slip. I said, do you, did you just hear yourself? So here's the spiritual woman, artist, healer, social entrepreneur with a mission, mm. and she's saying she despises money, and she's wondering why she didn't have money. So when I say wealth consciousness, I'm talking about everything having to do with wealth. Money, resources, land, beautiful art, everything having to do with wealth. So I wanted to say that at first. Because many, I had it. I'm a spiritual person. I was raised in the church and swung, swung into, <laughs> into what I do now. And I could It's it's insidious. Yes. Yeah. It's a disease. I, I just thought it was like it's a it's a virus in the motherboard of humanity. It is. It's purposeful. It's okay. that message has been planted there purposely. Mm. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm um, an expert guest in the award-winning documentary film New Human, New Earth, mm-hmm. New Humanity, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking on wealth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pushed a lot of buttons. <laughs> yeah. but, but I was like, what's wrong with this? I had it. I had it. Yeah. I had the same disease. Mm. It's the worst disease in the world is poverty. And many of us don't even know we have it. It's in us. But it's it's been purposely mm. programmed. Right. And so when I, when I had those prayers, and I was praying those prayers, God, I don't know what I don't know, set me free, whatever this is. How can I do my mission? How could our people do our, the mission they're called to do if they're not fully funded? Right. And, and why not do it with excellence? Why not do it with luxury and beauty right. and arts and everything is, why not? Right? I mean, I just, just I have a quick, just commonsensical example but I think it ties into this whole theme that you're you're sharing is that for me to do what I'm called to do and to reach millions of people a I have to utilize the internet Mm -hmm. I have to be able to have the space 
the physical and emotional space to be able to, let's say, for example, I want to film recipe videos. Well, I have to have a kitchen worthy of the creation, right? So that, that requires quote unquote funding and resources, right? It's that, that level of obviousness, but even, even I I see what you're saying because I know so many people and I know myself and the ways that I've sabotaged myself from getting step A to step C, um, I can see that now when I think about it, but to reverse engineer it to be like, oh, well, oh, I would actually need money in order to sustain such a thing. Yes. <laughs> Until we shift into the new business paradigm. Mm. That, the whole new business paradigm, it'll be a different world. Mm. And we're getting there. But okay. right now, we need money. Right. And not just money, but also create sustainable wealth so that we could do some of the projects that you have, I have, other people have. And some people are doing it, and some of us do have the keys. Most don't. And we don't, what, in, in struggling for me and my world and the health message, one of the things I tell people is, is struggling is not a pathway towards health. No, it's not. You can't struggle or diet your way towards health. That's a program, like you said. It's a program. It's a program, and it's, it is so insidious. It really is. And so when I'm talking about wealth consciousness, that's the first step. That's the first step. Can you, can you imagine? For me, it was, holy Toledo. You mean I can imagine past $80,000 a year? Oh, mm. I can go for $100,000 a year. So my mind stretched. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I could become a millionaire. I could become a millionaire. It's not going to take me 20, 20 30, 000, you know, 30 years to become a millionaire. I could become a millionaire in three, three years. Why not? There's different ways of doing money. There's different ways of doing business. We have these incredible minds now and the internet. Why not? But not just have that income coming in. How do we sustain it? Yes. How do you keep it? How do we it? keep it? How do we, right. how do we grow it? How do we, mm. how do we, how do we create the sustainable sustainability of it mm. so that it can fund and then you can leave a right. legacy? Right. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. And how do you do it? I mean, I, I'm, now I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to plan one of my business trips and colleagues in Dubai. Mm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? I have a friend. As soon as I checked this out, as soon as I started talking about wealth consciousness, I had a, a luxury private jet service contact me. Why? Why do you think they contact? Because you set it in motion. I mean, you you, you initiated the the idea through first believing and imagining, right, and playing in that world, and then I imagine whatever else got set up. It just created a momentum, right? Yeah, yeah it did. I'm talking their language, and they see I have a following, and I'm teaching right. other people mm-hmm. the same thing. I'm inspiring other people, so they're saying. Oh, she's one of us. Mm. And when she's ready, she'll take a group of people to Dubai <laughs> for a business trip so we could plan, yeah, okay. you know, how to get Ronnie's, you know, next step of his. I see. What, okay, maybe even that's a little more clear and practical. So you were actually showing up ahead of the Dubai, for example, like you're actually, or that opportunity, you show up to the the field and then through that people are watching and then ding, 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 things just kind of, I show up, I do the work because there is a process. Okay. That's what I want to, I want to go into. I show up, I'm doing the process. I'm taking action. My income has been increasing. Mm-hmm. It's busting through my previous barriers. Yes. I'm teaching other women right now. I'm focusing on women, but I do have men as well that I work with. And it's happening. <clears throat> and so mm-hmm. peop- so now people see me on that playing field. I'm not, you know, see, yeah. they, they, I'm talking the language. Right. I'm speaking the language. I have another person who's already a multimillionaire. He's got a business all over the world. Down to earth man. He's, he's been watching what I'm saying on Facebook, and all of a sudden he's sending people my way. Mm. 
He's saying, hey, why don't you come take a trip with us, my family? I thought he was joking. I thought it was, I thought it was like a flippant remark. I found out he was serious. And when he was serious, his invitation meant, I'm paying for everything. Come on, join wow. us in mm. Egypt or join us in wherever they were going. Mm. I was talk, I'm talking a language. I'm also stepping in. I've stepped into that energy field. Mm-hmm. And it's a consciousness shift. See, yeah. it's, 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 it's in the DNA and it's recalibrating. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's like the old program yes. has been deleted. Mm. The viruses that have been there are dissolved. Dissolved and dissolving because there's layers of it. Yeah. Mm. This is a really good opportunity to to open up one of the questions I wanted to ask you, um, and I think this is going to be super helpful for everyone listening. What you know? What are what are some of the most common patterns and and habitual things that people have done that you've you've observed? that obstruct them from actually creating financial liberation? Good question. One thing I have found to be true, even in my life, is people's trauma from early childhood. Yes. That right there, that, that right there is what keeps people from their full functioning, yeah. full out, full wealthy, full healthy, full loving, full divinity self. That right there. Mm. And, you know, I, I've had a history of childhood abuse. And, um, you know, I knew it. I mean, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to get it fixed in therapy. That's probably why I didn't own a home for a long time. <laughs> and, you know, it's okay. It's part of my story, right? It's part of my life, so let's keep on going. But, it, but I couldn't keep on going. Mm. Because there's an energy to that. You, know, you could talk about it. I mean, you could do all kinds of therapy around it. But there's actually an energy to it. And in our technology now, in our spiritual technology now, we can actually clear the energy of it. Mm-hmm. And many people don't know that. So there's this energy, and there's actually some uh, brain research and scientific research that's talking about the epigenetics, you know, about epigenetics, that yep. trauma comes down to the family lineage. So you can, I mean, it's literally there. It's in there in the, in the chemical Physical. Talking about like lin- lineage cleansing, essentially, right? Lineage cleansing. Forgiveness work. Uh, forgiveness work is part is a big okay. part, but okay. I'm talking about the energy of the re- it. Okay. The Going actual right en- to it. The actual energy that's in the DNA, that's in the <clears throat> astral realm, that's in the actually in the clusters of brain cells. I found mm-hmm. out. So, if a person is saying, you know, they have trauma. They're either hiding it or pushing it aside or covering up. But once they can really clear it, because shame, because a lot of people have shame about that. And that trauma is telling, is we're programmed to, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I can never be anything, right? This, you know, boundary violation. So that trauma now has shame. Because if you're not good enough, you're not, you know, right. you're shame. You're shame, so you're not, you're not expressing your full, magical, divine, powerful self because you're ashamed. And shame is one of the most powerful energies. Mm. Think about it. Any aspect of, of your life that you might feel ashamed of that you won't talk about right. or tell someone. That's how powerful it is. It keeps us from talking and being mm. our full self. So how can we fully show up to do what God has called us to do? How could you? Yeah. Right? So that right there yeah. creates patterns. 
And so we might make some money and we might make a lot of money. We might become a millionaire and then lose it. Or we might have a love, we might be in a relationship. And then, you know, then it's, you know. There's the acquisition. Yeah. And sometimes there might even be the, like that, like uh, Bruce Lipton calls it like the honeymoon phase. I love like, so you So there's that part of it, yeah. right, where you're super mindful yeah. because you're in acquisition mode. Yeah. But once you've got the thing, mm-hmm. then you just, you let it all just fall apart essentially you don't maintain it yeah because because the subconscious if you follow Bruce, the yeah. subconscious is running the show right right <laughs> right and the subconscious programming that we got when we were innocent and open motherboards mm. you know we're innocent as children yeah so we picked up the beliefs my mother, we picked up our money, mother's beliefs, our father's money beliefs, our ancestors' money beliefs, society's money beliefs, and yes. we're talking about money and wealth and love. And that's what's there. That's running the show. Mm. And, and perhaps it's a really good program, money belief, and oh my gosh, you're doing well, but maybe it's your health, right. or maybe it's your, your love life that's yes. out of whack. And there's always one, at least, I've seen, especially in the work I do, and it obviously parallels, um, which I think is super interesting, kind of as these, these, all these fields that we're talking about, like me, me I'm in the health and nutrition yes. field, you're in the, the, the wealth and uh, love <laughs> field, if you will, um, but now we're seeing this cross-pollination mm-hmm. happening and it's interesting because I see the universal principles show up. Like what you're just saying yeah. is like maybe somebody did get that really great upbringing with wealth consciousness, but their family still had a form of poverty consciousness because they were eating one dollar menu. You know, like right. they didn't they had no they did not invest in their health. So they were squandering. They're going to like McDonald's or yes. something like that, which I find very fascinating. That's a whole nother thing. But <laughs> Um. <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's true, and it's so those patterns start there, mm. and then when you get you know maybe twenties, you're finding your way. Thirties, well, what the heck is happening? There's some patterns here. Forties, mm. there's really patterns are showing up if, if people haven't done the clearing. And now they've yet. been laid tight, right? Very tight because. Um, my teacher, Dr. Mitchell Gibson, he's a well-known psychiatrist and a very evolved spiritual teacher now. Mm. Those clusters of yeah. cells in the brain that cluster around trauma. Those glial cells. And then they they attract more mm. and more and yeah. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the work that I do, that's where we go. <clears throat> yeah. That's what we clear. We clear that, those, and then we clear ancestral stuff, you know, family stuff around money and the energies that's around, and beliefs, beliefs. People mm-hmm. are afraid of numbers. Some people are afraid of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. We can I relate mean, to that. Like right now, and I'm calculating, I calculate into the millions now, millions of dollars <coughs> on my calculations when I'm thinking about business strategies and business uh, collaborations, I'm, I'm thinking in the millions now. I'm, I'm thinking about one day meeting um, Sir Richard Branson and going to his island. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that way now, where before I would freak out if I got into a nice car. Whoa, okay, boom. I think I was waiting for something like this. So this is something I've experienced, and I always thought it was kind of weird, but I also felt the visceral kind of somatic impulse of when I would start thinking, let's say, for example, what you just said, like you go from a stage of where you were, where that was like, I don't know, I guess that was uncomfortable, that was, was, um, I guess it's a challenging to the current paradigm, the current, the current belief that who are you, blah, 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 wherever the story is that you're going to hang out with Sir Richard Branson. But, the, but what I find fascinating, I want to hand it back to you, is the idea that you would physically be discomforted by just a simple idea, you know, like that somehow we haven't, 
we haven't, um, what I want to say is that we haven't been taught to exercise our imagination so much so that by you having the simple idea, it would create somewhat of a shock. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually, thanks for saying that, I've actually had first world experiences. I've had major anxiety. Mm. And I know I speak to a lot of women now uh, and men. And I mean, people have an anxiety just looking at their checkbook, looking at their account. You know, I know you've been there. I've been there too. I had no problem with it when I was getting a steady, you know, check from, you know, being an educator. You can count on that, right? You have certainty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As an assistant professor, there's the money. There's, you know, as a teacher, there's that check, benefits, and everything. I'm an entrepreneur, and then you're like, whoa. I look at my money now, because if you don't pay attention to your money, it won't pay attention to you. That's number one. Seriously. Wow, that's a tweet right there. Yeah, pay attention to the money. Yeah. And the, and the language of money is this, you know, it's save me now, and I'll save you later. Period. Mm. There is a, there are laws of money. But as far as visceral, um, I remember... One of the first visceral experiences I had, I'm going to give you two. One is, I, I, I lived in a very lovely uh, upscale neighborhood. But where I wanted to live was up the hill in this canyon area. Mm. And I was um, in graduate school and finishing up. And I, was like, I kept saying, I'm going to live up in that canyon. I'm going to live up in that canyon. But I didn't go there. I never went up there to go look, Right. And I, I rented an apartment, and I was uh, living there. You know, I had a roommate, and they were driving me crazy. And, <laughs> and not so crazy, but I'm a p- very patient person, but crazy enough for me to go to the ocean and cry. Mm. Yeah, I would just go to the ocean and cry at my car. I had a nice Mercedes, and here I'm living in an apartment. I go to the ocean and cry at my Mercedes. What am I going to do? I don't like where I'm living. You know, I was not happy. And then I heard myself say, I heard spirit say, well, where do you want to live? I want to live up there in the canyon. I want to live in the canyon up there in Turtle Rock. Well, why don't you go? Why don't you go do it? Because I had a good job. Why don't you go do it? And I was like, hmm. what? I could actually go up there and yeah, why don't you just go up there and apply? You know, apply up there. And I had this, first of all, I was in shock. (laughs) It was me talking to me, of course. And then the next day I went up the hill to beautiful, yeah, and applied, and immediately was accepted into a beautiful home. A beautiful canyon with canyon apartments, but they look like condos immediately. Immediately. So that's that's number one. So now I'm in this beautiful place. Mm. Number two, my second experience was um, something happened with my car. Instead of getting a new car, I didn't get a new. You know, I didn't get a car right away. I just took the bus, going to work. And then after a while, um, and then I would rent. I would rent a, a car every weekend. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I take the bus to work, rent the car on the weekend, Ah. you know, go take care of business. So I had enough points, it seemed, that one day I went in to Enterprise, and they said, oh, come to the back. We have an upgrade for you. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be a regular, you know, simple upgrade. Turn around, it was a luxury car. It was a beautiful luxury car I've never seen before. I've never seen this luxury Mm. And I freaked the heck out. He couldn't tell I was freaking out. But inside, I was freaking out. I'm like, holy Toledo. I've never been in a luxury car. How am I going to? What? Freaking out. And he hands me the keys as though I deserve it and and deserve it and I own it, which I did. (laughs) You know, I deserved it. And I'm looking at the keys and I'm freaking, literally, Ronnie, I am shivering inside. I'm getting nauseous, shivering, vertigo. Mm. And I get in the car, and I said, Ayana, get a hold of yourself. 
what the heck is going on? And I had to really process what was happening. And then I got over it and drove the car. (laughs) But that was very, and that's what happens to many of us. We come up against these these beliefs that we don't even know. Am I deserving of this car? Deserving of that home? You see? So those are very visceral. And it's this poverty consciousness is so deep. Mm. It's a terrible disease. It's the worst disease in humanity. Absolutely. Absolutely, because it's the precursor for our motives and behaviors, right? So our actions, or lack thereof, are going to be a direct reflection of this pathology of poverty. It's nasty. It's nasty. And I don't know how far off you, because you're going to edit, I don't know how far you get with far off far out there, but there are actually, I'm going to put this in, you don't have to No, let's go. But there are actually entities that, Mm -hmm. they're nasty entities that want us to stay enslaved. See, now this is one of the things that I picked up on one of your videos. I think it was the one where you're talking about dragons, Mm. and that was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Everyone listening, you can check that out on YouTube. Um, But this is, and this, this show, by the way, is fully able to facilitate this type of conversation. So, I mean, this audience is very sophisticated, spiritually, health, wealth, entrepreneurship. Like it's a very eclectic audience, probably the most unique in the podcast world. Um, but I, I really would like to have you share whatever you, you would like to share on this topic, because this is something I've had personal experience with. And a lot of my close friends in more of the alchemy, the underground alchemy circles. This is a hot topic that I'm constantly, they're constantly communicating to me. So I'd love to hear about this. Sure. What specifically? Well, just you you mentioned the word entities that latch onto us that want to keep us captive to poverty. So we, so I can talk there then. Yes. Um, And I I don't talk about it because I want to focus on it. Because what you focus on expands, right? right? But I'm speaking on it so people have the the knowledge and information. Yes. Okay. So I'm a seer, and I can see. I see things in the unseen realm. And I can see them around us or at different levels. And so there are literally entities at different levels that are there to either cause malicious, you know, malicious intent. Excuse that background noise. Or, and, or there are even higher ones, higher, more malicious ones that actually not only are there to, to keep us captives, but they're sucking on our energy. Okay, so like succubuses. They, yeah, they, they feed on fear. Yes. They fear on on fear and rage and all kinds of other stuff that I don't like to talk about, but that's what they do. And mm-hmm. keeping a population uh, satiated, like you know, it's okay if you make eighty thousand dollars a year. We'll let them make eighty thousand. We'll let these make a hundred thousand. We'll let these stay at poverty level. They're really struggling, you know. So there's there are entities uh, that are deliberately keeping the majority of planet Earth in fear, mm-hmm. poverty, uh, all kinds of sexual enslavement, mm. drugs, the war. You know, we can go on and on. Yeah. And this part about the poverty is, whew, because if people are struggling just to make it, to, to get clean water and food and shelter basics they can't evolve as quickly or as easily in their soul evolution it's they're not doing their greatest work they're not doing they're struggling here how can they create great art you know most can't some do you know they're it's 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 a captivity Mm-hmm. And I have found that 
many of us who think we're awake are not. Yes. When many of us who think we're conscious are not. Yes. And that brings tears to my eyes because mm-hmm. we're the ones who have the call, the great calling. It's kind of on us. Yeah, it's on us. Does, does okay? This so does this have have its connection with the the connection between our sexual energy and our financial life? Absolutely. Yeah. <coughs> Absolutely. Because I find that to be a really interesting parallel as well. Yeah. It's, it's, I have a book called Deep Treasures Exploring the Dynamic Relationship Between Sex and Money. Mm. And um, there is definitely, if you want to talk spiritually in the chakras, of course, the, the sexual chakra uh, and the second, first and second chakra have to do with sexuality and creativity and money. Mm-hmm. Survival. Survival. All of that's there. So mm. on the energetic level and speaking on the entity level that we were before, I mean, those are, you know, they, you know, sex, sex slavery, prostitution, uh, those are big money makers, major money makers, drugs, major money makers, of course, war, um, uh, gambling, any addictions, those are major, major money makers on the other side of wealth. So they're the same they're on the other side of the coin. Yes. The coin is wealth. Right. And then you have this wealth like we are creating yes. for the good the good of all. Yes. And then you have the other side of the wealth coin that is horrific. Yes. That is here to oppress. And that money is just for a few at the expense of others' suffering. Yes. But it's all wealth. It's all wealth. Mm. So it kind of creates like a schizophrenic two-step in our brain. And that's why people have such a challenge, especially people that are spiritually inclined. They have such a challenge with that because that may be their interpretation of it, right? You're right about that, Ronnie. I had a client uh, last month, beautiful woman, uh, kind of has a mermaid energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mermaid energy. And um, then she came to me and uh, we're working on this situation. And she's making $1,000 a month. That's her income. Mm-hmm. Her income is $1,000 a month. She used to work for major corporations and make like several hundred thousand dollars. You know, that was her income. Now, because she's spiritual <laughs> yeah. and she hates corporations... She only makes $1,000 a month. However, she wants to know, well, how can I be wealthy? I said, well, you're incongruent. Mm. Mm. She says, well, it's my belief that, and she was going into it's my belief. I said, well, your belief is incongruent. (laughs) Check your belief. Mm. Because you want to be wealthy. You hate, you hate the, you hate the money because big corporations, but you want to use the money. Right. It's incongruent because now you're a mermaid, you think you can't have money. Well, there are good people still working in those corporations to do good things. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to be a drug dealer or all that, you know. And she's incongruent. Because she wants to travel the world, find a rich man in a yacht. Right. And she's saying, Well, Ayana, what can I do? I want to be wealthy. I said, Honey, you, you, you just, you have your beliefs. Check your beliefs. They're incongruent. <laughs> it's like... So how, do, how attached are you to your beliefs? Yeah. Was mm. well, my belief. Okay. And that's the work. You know, when I think about shifting into wealth consciousness, it's like, really, what do you believe? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know. I didn't know what I, I didn't know. I wasn't raised in a wealthy family. I didn't have, I mean, they did the best they can to have, make, I had a good house to live in, clothes, food, never suffered. But I didn't have wealth education. They didn't. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, they would have passed it down. I didn't have that. I had major trauma. So I didn't know what I didn't know. And I had, because I am, in, you know, this light being, I had a lot of stuff coming at me all the time to stop. That happens to people like us, to stop us, to stop our gifts, to hinder, to resist, to, to keep us from moving forward, moving up, helping others. So I had that happening. And I'm like, what the heck? I don't know what I don't know. Help! I'm willing to change and see things differently. I'm willing to change and do things differently. I humble myself. Whatever karma I may have, I'm willing to clear it. Willing to do that. Who can I help? How can I serve? Who can I help? How can I serve? Who can I help? How can I serve? As we, as we come to the, the end of this, um, what, are, what are maybe three of the specific things that you would recommend to people listening to this? You know, let's assume that everyone listening is, although everyone's obviously unique in their own, their own life and situation, um, let's just assume that each one is highly passionate they are either creating or have created that vehicle for themselves, but obviously we always want to take it a step further, right? Um, so what, what are like maybe three really powerful things that you could share with the audience that they could take action on? Action for wealth consciousness, to shift into wealth consciousness. First of all, choose it. Mm. Choose it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, choose it. And don't be afraid of the word wealth. Don't be afraid of the word opulence. Don't be Mm. afraid of the word riches. Mm. (laughs) Don't be afraid of a lot of money, you know. It doesn't mean you're greedy. It's it's our inheritance. It's our divine birthright. So we have to choose it. And if there are beliefs that go against that, that's what you have to challenge and clear. So that's one thing is to choose it. Uh, another one, I can give you a lot of them. Another one, once you choose it, then you have to um, uh, create, it's like called mental mastery, yeah. mental alchemy. You have to clean up the mind, yeah. mm-hmm. the program. There's different ways to do that. But I, I personally, I read a lot. I read like okay. a rich person. You saturate your uh-huh. mind. I saturate my mind. I read like a rich person. Yeah. And I also have... Um, Programs that are dealing with the subconscious. Okay. To clear the subconscious beliefs, to dissolve those clusters of cells that are around trauma mm. or around poverty. Mm. You know, those to dissolve that. Um, I encourage everyone to have a definite daily meditation spiritual practice. Yes. Because when we have that, then we are aligning with source. And source is pure abundance of wealth. <laughs> so it's literally infinite. Yeah, it's infinite. There's no box. It's, it's like, <laughs> you know, when we align with the God mind, yes. then the God mind comes out through us. You know, we are, you know, that wealth is here and we're aligned with the God mind and, so you know, and we have to we have to show up to connect with that. Exactly, right? mm-hmm. it has to happen daily. Yeah. Okay. And so, so that the, sounds like consistency. Consistency to me. is important, okay. and and going with the consistency is taking daily consistent money generating action steps. Mm-hmm. It's we're not at the place yet where we could just. Create that out of the air. Yeah. Some of us are, mm. but not yet. It's so taking consistent money generating action steps to bring that money flow, to bring that money flow in. Mm-hmm. Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. It's like whatever it takes, making phone calls, uh, whatever. But it's just like consistent money generating action steps. So, you know, choose it. 
feed the mind, clear those uh, subconscious thoughts, read like a rich person, and take consistent money generating action mm. steps. But you know, the other thing is you got to give. You know, giving. Mm. I have one big piece that I do that's a little unique than what I've seen is with my the people I work with, we clear ancestral curses. Mm. We we clear ancestral curses and we clear like these energies that are around the money piece that's in the trauma. So we go we go into the trauma. Clear that baby out. Mm. And then the, what they say, the money is in the mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really where the power is. It's right there with that trauma. Whoever took your power. That's where we go. That's why I take them. We go there route really fast. You know, this is, you trust me? Let's go there. Let's mm-hmm. go there. That place that was that scary place where everything was taken or twisted. Yeah. Get your power back. And now it's your power source. Let's mm. move it forward because a lot of creativity is stuck there. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's, uh, yeah, clean up your stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you can show up in a bigger way and not be right. afraid. Right. Mm. Not be afraid to get into that beautiful car or into that beautiful home so you can set up your beautiful kitchen. Right. You know, your work that you're doing. Yes. Not to be afraid to accept that incredible opportunity that's coming. Maybe it's a Hollywood script that's going to affect millions in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Not be afraid to accept when, when Sir Richard Branson's team reaches out and says, hey, we heard about you. Come on mm-hmm. and stay at the island for a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be afraid to step into it. Yeah. Oh, whatever it is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and each one of us has something. Yes, each one of us has something. Right? Yeah. Mm. Well, okay. Well, that's a, that's a powerful note to conclude on. We really traveled down, a, you know, an interesting uh, journey. Um, and I know there's so much more. So where can people find out more about your work and really dive in further to some of these, these concepts you've been sharing. Okay. I invite people to go to my website. It's still under development, but go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. Mm-hmm. So that's number way, number one. Um, you can also, uh, if you want to learn more about how you can work with me, you could uh, schedule a 30 minute Discovery Call. That's on my site as well. Mm-hmm. I have the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Yeah. Ayana Mojica is my channel. There's a lot of good content there. The Facebook group. I have a Facebook group for women called Priestess of Power and Wealth. Mm. That's that group. And what else do I have? I have a lot of freebies out there. In the Facebook group, there's actually about 20 different our recordings of in-depth oh, wow. teaching, okay. in-depth content-rich teaching. Okay. So that those are the ways that people can find out more about me. Mm, beautiful. Thank you mm-hmm. very much for the honor. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, and I picked up some really great nuggets here for myself. So thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Mm. Thank you. Mm. And for everyone else listening, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show. And what an incredible episode this was. Like I said in the intro, it was about time that we have this topic specifically about the alchemy of money and uh, just so many things to take away from this. I, I really... I really invite you to revisit this particular conversation as many times as you feel inclined to, and you'll pick up new things every time you do. And so that's part of the saturation process is that you saturate your mind with empowering messages that naturally will displace 
the old programs, the, the disharmonic programs that no longer or possibly never really served us in the first place, but just kind of got stuck there. And we never replaced it. We never did anything about it, which is why they just get stuck because the universe hoards a vacuum. It doesn't like an empty space, so it needs to fill it up with something. And uh, unfortunately for most of us, that's negative programming. So um, a message like this is incredible. And as I said, I just really recommend that you saturate yourself with amazing messages um, such as this. Go to her YouTube channel, check out some of her incredible videos, really, really unique perspectives that tie in a lot of metaphysical, spiritual, and very practical as well aspects of wealth creation, as well as love and spirituality. Those are things we didn't go in as deeply, but are very related. You'll find some great insights on her YouTube channel, as well as her website and Facebook and all those resources are on the show notes as well. So anyways, thanks so much for tuning in, and we will be with you on the next episode. Aloha.